on our field trip once again, and today I found myself in beautiful Mill City, Oregon, one of my favorite places to drive through. And as many of you know, over the last few years, this whole canyon country here has been struggling after the big devastating fires. And one of the sad parts was watching one of our, can- actually a couple of cannabis shops burn down over here. And uh, one that we've always done business with over the years was Canyon Cannabis. They used to be in Gates. They're now in Mill City, and I've got the owner right here, Thorne, with me. Welcome, Thorne, and congratulations on getting the shop up and running again. Thank you so much. We couldn't be so we couldn't be happier to open again. Well, it shows on your face. Your oh, man is glowing here today. <laughs> Let's back up a little bit. You guys, you know, were in Gates, which yep. was kind of a funny little place to to find a, a weed shop. Uh, but obviously, did Gates get on board right away when we passed Measure Ninety One? So it did when, um, so Mill City decided to adopt the moratorium and put it back to the vote of the people. Um, but when Gates advertised um, whether or not, um, when the city council uh, voted, um, they decided to just allow it to open whenever they advertised um, in the um, open meeting uh, for discussion, nobody showed up. Um, so they didn't have the pushback that Mill City did. However, after we decided to open up, a lot of the people that didn't think it would happen or that may not have uh, been paying attention to the advertisements, it was up for discussion, um, well, they got really upset, uh, some of them. And so they went and got, uh, got it put back on the ballot on whether or not they wanted to allow it and um, overwhelming support for um, allowing the dispensary in, in Gates. Uh, apparently, the ones that opposed it were um, significantly outnumbered. That's um, it's, it's huge. Huge. Um, so we did a lot for Gates, and we missed the store. We missed the town. We missed the people. Uh, fortunately, Mill City being so close to Gates, um, we're going to be able to see a lot of our customers again. But, you know, our store was, uh, we had a beautiful spot. And, of course, you know, it was a devastating loss that we wish hadn't happened. But what are you going to do? Natural disasters happen. Yeah, and uh, did you guys own that building in Gates? So my business partner owned that building and had for several years prior um, uh, we were doing pretty well uh, in that location and decided that should Mill City ever decide to allow a dispensary we wanted to be um, in the position to to uh, continue to serve our, our community with with our beautiful cannabis products um, so we bought a building in Mill City uh, we didn't realize that um, you know, hindsight, actually, it was foresight, almost. We didn't realize that something was going to happen uh, to our other building, but um, we could not have afforded to rebuild in the same location just because of the way the market and insurance uh, dealt with us. Right. So it was fortuitous that we had purchased this building in Mill City, Although the hurdles that were in front of us to get the dispensary in Mill City open since Mill City adopted the moratorium, sent it to the vote of the people, and by a very narrow margin, um, we... uh, we, Well, there was not a dispensary allowed in Mill City. Right, and 
Hey, do you think having the shop up there in Gates made it a little easier second time around? Because you guys 100%. voted in no, voted in November and a hundred percent. And how did that vote go? Um, we smashed again. It was, I mean, the margins uh, were like 60 to 40. I mean, we won by almost uh, 20 points. I think it was like 17, 18 points, 18 percent. Oh, and after the fire, I imagine just the op option to have some fresh revenue coming into yeah. the city coffers is probably pretty attractive. Yes, um, and especially since they saw how much revenue that Gates was getting off of our dispensary. Um, and sadly, um, you know, Gates isn't going to be able to see that for a while, but who knows? We still have the property, although there's no building on it. Got two metal posts. That's right. That's right. The little purple and green ones. Um, but, um, you know, who knows what we might want to do with that location. Should Gates decide to welcome us back, we might be able to, to do something there, but um, the dispensary, I think, is in a better location. Um, as much as we love Gates, Mill City is my home. Um, not only is it home here, you're mayor. <laughs> I was the mayor. Yeah. Well, yes. Tell me about that. <laughs> uh, yep, I was the mayor of Mill City uh, 2015 through 2017. Um, I was on city council for four years prior okay. to that. Um, I'm fifth generation Mill City. Um, but my mother worked for the State Department, so I traveled the world as a child. And, um, you know, I've, of all the places I've lived all over the world, Mill City was always home. Whenever we got to go on home leave, it was to come back here. Um, I've lived in some of the biggest cities in the world, never thinking that I'd ever move back to Little Mill <laughs> City. Um, but um, a little over 10 years ago, about 13 years ago, my mother decided that she wanted to go back to the State Department, so she was traveling overseas. I was living in Portland at the time, um, and she uh, pleaded with me to come check out our beautiful river house, um, you know, our little homestead on the river. Uh, she pleaded with me to come down and make time to come down a couple of times a month just to take care of the home. She said, you know, this is your home, too. you got to take care of it. And my wife and I decided that we were just going to move um, move back to Mill City, put all of our big big furniture down here and rent an apartment up there. Well, that didn't work out very well. We realized very quickly we are not apartment dwellers. We needed to be back in a house when we had one that wasn't that far away. Um, and we just worked everything out to where we moved back to Mill City, and I'll never leave. I, you know, I never thought or imagined that I would live in such a small town. But when you find paradise and you realize your roots and, um, you know, there's a legacy that my mother kept for me here that I didn't ever appreciate until I was in my late 30s, early 40s. And now here I am. I've got a dispensary in my hometown. I've got another little beautiful home that, of course, mother's retired and come home. We're not living with her. <laughs> you're, you're living the dream. We're living the dream. I live yeah. a mile away from my dispensary. My business partner, Roy Mitchell, is the best business partner a guy could ask for. Also really known uh, in the community. Um, he and I have been business partners since the... The inception of uh, Canyon Cannabis and Gates. Um, and backing up a little bit, you obviously had a long passion for cannabis prior to all uh, that. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I've been, um, yes. <laughs> Before it was legal, I still had an affinity for cannabis. 
As we all have, as we all have. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's a long time actually living the dream. I mean, we've been so, uh, I was so bummed when I saw what happened initially out there. We've been following the Gates vote, actually, yeah. prior to the election. We're going, oh, let's see what Gates does. Oh, yeah. And I swear to you, Thorne, first thing Mills I did City. was see what happened in Mill City that next day. Ah, they passed it. All right. Yes. Um and so you're up and running. I, one thing I want to ask you just from a guy that is in the industry himself yep. is how was the OLCC as far as, you know, this unique, weird situation? Dispensaries burning down all over the state that summer. It was it was a rough, it was rough having to jump through all the hurdles because they were so um, time consuming. Um, and when you're on depleting resources and, you know, needing revenue just to stay afloat, you know, even though we owned this building prior to the fires, just because the fires happened and the store uh, burnt down, um, the way we paid for this building ended, but the bills didn't stop. So we were fortunate enough to have some support. Um, you know, we're not bankable, so we can't get loans right, from yeah. banks. Um but we made it. Um, OLCC, in the end, um, did us some solid um, favors because, well, not necessarily favors, but totally favors. Um, they decided that uh, a long time ago they were going to take care of their fire victims. Um, so people that were displaced from the fires got um, some better attention, which helped us circumnavigate their process in a more timely manner. Well, that's very heartening to hear that they, this yeah. in, you know, this organization that's not always so flexible, yeah. at least in this unique situation, made it a little bit easier for the business. Well, folks. we did, that being said, we did have to scream bloody murder to make sure that they understood that we were fire victims. And until it was painfully obvious... Um, a picture the, would have done it. <laughs> yes. Um, but they did. They did. In the beginning, apparently, there was some miscommunication and they didn't realize that we were fire victims in the transfer of our license. But it eventually came to fruition, and then all of a sudden, they really streamlined us. Well, you just think of all the metric information out there oh. and what's on the shelf and how do you justify it's missing. Yeah, so, <laughs> so for those that don't know, the metric is the CTS, the cannabis tracking system. And when we were about to open, we had to go in um, to our metric, the cannabis tracking system, and they were still under the impression that our store was open so we had all of this virtual um, inventory that we had to clear out line by line there wasn't just a reset button um, a beautiful building here looks you. wonderful inside you guys really should be proud of what you've what you've been able to accomplish here so and uh, I'm going to be checking back in obviously Please. often and uh, we'll give folks updates and I'm curious to see how things roll here in Bill City thank you sir it's been a pleasure You've been listening to a KPOV Critical Conversation. To hear more engaging interviews on important topics, please visit kpov.org slash critical dash conversations.